scripture together. Uh, I need an outline. Thank you. Sorry to confiscate yours. We're going to read this Philippians text. It's, it's toward the middle of your outline. It's, it starts at the end of the page. And Philippians 3, 12 through 21. Philippians 3, 12 through 21. All right? Let's read it together. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it on my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way. And if, any, if, if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have obtained. Brothers, join in imitating me. And those who walk according to the example you have in us, for many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly, and their glory is their shame, with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body, by the power that enables him even to himself. Amen. Thank God for his word. Amen. Good to see y'all this morning. Good morning, everybody. And thanks for being here. Amen. If there are any first-time guests in the house, really, really thankful for you being here. And make sure you fill out that connect card, that guest card. We really want to reach out to you, invite you back. We won't bombard you with communication, but we want to reach out to you. And uh, we have a little gift for you at the end of service on those tables as you exit. And we're just thankful for everybody in this place. And we're thankful for the opportunity to share God's word. Amen. So blessings on you. You can be seated. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm not absolutely sure what the Spirit's going to have me do, but I'm thinking this may be the last message in this series on entitled Embrace the Race. Amen. We, I think we got another graphic uh, about Embrace the Grace, but uh, about Embrace the Race. And this has been a fun series because, uh, you know, we all live in an athletic sports culture. Amen, somebody. And so it's a metaphor symbolism that we're familiar with, you know, and, and so I hope and pray that uh, this, these messages have been relevant and that uh, they speak to your life and they've given you some, uh, some ability to be tenacious in your faith journey, amen, tenacious, you know, to exercise stick to itness in your faith journey. Discipline, devotion, dedication. Amen. Uh, and uh, 
So we're going to continue in this vein. So the scriptures talks about running the race. Do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? Amen. So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable reason. But we, an imperishable one. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. But I discipline my body and keep it under control. At least after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Amen. So we're talking about this run, this this jog, if you will. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. We got that clear, right? The Christian journey is a lifelong endeavor. Uh, we, we go from the cradle to the grave in terms of this walk, this endeavor, this journey. Amen? It's not something that we just, uh, you know, uh, uh, graduate from. You know, some folks say, well, I'm Christian enough. You can be Christian error. <laughs> You can be better. Somebody say, I can be better. Amen. I can still achieve my personal best. Amen. Remember I was talking about last week about achieving your personal best. You know, how you can actually lose a race, but you can actually be, participate and achieve your personal best. Last in the race, but first in terms of your time. Amen. God wants us to achieve our personal best. And the scripture says it does not yet appear what you shall be. So there's a lot of room for growth. There's a lot of room for expansion. There's a, there's a lot of room for development and maturity. Amen? And so God wants us to have a type of spiritual ambition. Amen? You know, many of you are very ambitious. And all of us are ambitious about certain aspects of life anyhow. You know, if, if it's, we're dogging about seeing that plant grow, amen, uh, we're, 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 we're dedicated to, to, to getting that gourmet, gourmet meal together. You know, we're just committed, you know, we're just focused, we're dialed in to various aspects of life. Uh, this text and this theme asks us to dial in, dial into the faith, amen, put some skin in the game, amen. Uh, exercise some sweat equity. Amen. Am I willing to work hard to achieve what God wants me to achieve? Am I willing to run strong? Amen. To see what the end is going to be like. Am I willing to get in spiritual condition? Get in shape for the king. Amen. Now when you first start running, you know, first start jogging, you know, you get out of breath pretty quickly. Can I get a witness? You know, because you haven't built up your stamina. You haven't, you know, built up your wind, like they say. Your lungs haven't grown in their capacity. So you can quickly get winded. But the more you run, the more you jog, the easier it becomes. Amen, somebody. And, and so, but there will be symptoms, uh, you know, that manifest themselves when you get in shape. Amen. Or uh, when you're attempting to get in shape. You know. The thing about the race is that we need to realize who, who is our opponent? Who are we running and racing against? 
Amen, somebody. You know, in this spiritual journey, it's a spiritual metaphor. So, you know, we know if we're in an earthly, worldly competition, you know, we see that brother, that sister right next to us, we say, well, I got to beat them. <laughs> Amen. The goal is to outdistance them. The, 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 the goal is to outperform them. The, the, the goal is to, is to beat them. Amen. Conquer, win, be victorious, be triumphant, win the prize, get the medal. Amen. Get the accolades and the plaudits and the applause. Hmm? But who are we running against? Well, first you got to start off running against yourself. You got to overcome you. Amen, somebody. You got to overcome yourself. You know, it's, it's kind of uh, similar to when I'm running. I got to overcome the, the, the pain. Amen. My body starts start to talk to myself when I'm working out. My shoulders say, ooh. <laughs> you know, my knee might say, ooh. You know, just this past week, I was going to work out, and I felt a little twitch, twitch in my ankle. And my ankle like, I don't want to do this today. We ain't in this today. We want a day off. Can you please exempt us from this workout today? But I had to recognize that this was false pain. It was a false murmur and complaint. It was a groaning and a moaning of the body that I wasn't going to pay any attention to. Listen, and once I start working out, it just went away. Amen, somebody. I had to push through the false symptoms. Amen. We have to overcome our body's complaints. Amen. And we have to overcome our sin natures, which complains about us getting spiritual. Amen. Your sin nature don't want you to get spiritual. You know, your true self that's in there, that's being converted and transformed, your DNA, your spiritual DNA that's being rewritten, it don't want to change. Amen. It knows it's going to cost you a little something to change. The word of God says that if any man would come after me, a woman, let them deny themselves daily and come after me. Amen. Pick up the cross. But, but Jesus also said that my burden is easy, my yoke is light. So the thing that you think is going to cost you something is going to wind up liberating you, setting you free. Praise God. So, so we have to ask God, God, how do I overcome the complaints of my own body? How, how do I overcome the complaints of my own spirit? How, how, do, I, how do I overcome and, and learn to distinguish between false pain and real pain? Amen. Now, if my ligaments or my bones start acting up on me, I know I need to take a rest. But if some of these muscles start to act up, amen, I can push through that because the muscle can't get stronger unless it's tested. Amen, somebody. It can't get stronger unless it's stressed. Amen. The muscle has to be stressed in order to, be de in order to develop. Amen. Any of these buff brothers up in here, they know all about it. You know, they're stressing. They're picking things up and putting them down, picking things up and putting them down. They're stressing these muscles. <laughs> Amen. And, 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 and so the muscle spans as a result, result of the being stressed. So we need to ask God, God, how do I put on my spiritual earbuds, you know, my spiritual headphones, and drown out the noise of the world so that I can attempt to hear your voice 
and hear your commands and hear your directives and hear your instructions and decide to be led by you. How can I overcome the noise of the world? Amen. And it's a lot of noise out there. Amen, somebody. You know, it's definite. It, you know, it's so much noise, some of us are deaf and don't even know it. Because we have those earbuds and those headphones in our ears and it's so loud, we've damaged our eardrums because of the sounds, the grooves, and the moves of the world. Amen. God is knocking. He said, let me come in. You know, can you, can you decide to, to move to the beat of a different drummer? Can you, can you take the road less traveled? Can you decide to follow after me? Can you, can you develop this spiritual muscle that I want to see grow in you? So, so the first battle is a battle with yourself. Amen, somebody. Mm -hmm. I got a battle with me. I got a, I got a battle with this false pain and these, these false stimuli that, that wants to push me in a direction opposite of honoring and glorifying God. Just simple stuff. Just pray to pray every day. You know, I'm going to bypass my prayer time. Have a devotional time, meditate on the word of God. I'm gonna bypass that. Like I got something, I'm that busy. I can't sit down for a few moments and meditate, study, read the word of God. And Bill Hybels wrote a book said, I'm too busy not to pray. I'm so busy, I didn't have time to pray. No, you're too busy not to pray. Amen. You need to invest in a prayer life. You need to invest in a, in a life where you study the word of God. You need to invest in quiet time. You know, turn it off, turn it down, and go before our God. Too often, you know, I can imagine, I, we, we sound like noise to God, because God said, all you're doing is trying to overtalk me. You know, you know over, overwrite what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to get you to listen, and you can't listen unless you get still. The word says, he speaks in a still, small voice. Amen. I can't hear. I can't get my marching orders on a daily, even a moment by moment, uh, even moment by moment until I learn how to still and quiet my spirit so that I can engage in the spirit of discernment. Wisdom and knowledge can be imparted by, by God himself. He occupies us. We need to tap into his voice. Amen. If you've been born again, filled with the Spirit, if you've been infilled by the Spirit of Almighty God, you have access to way more power than what is manifested in you. The fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, you can have wisdom and insight and knowledge. You can have discernment, praise God. He'll protect you and guide you and direct your path. He'll prosper you. He'll increase your territory, praise God. He'll give you peace of mind and joy of spirit. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. You know, say, well, how I says I got to win this race? Well, number one, Jesus broke the tape. And he crossed the finish line for us. Amen. And he declared, it is finished. What was he saying? I did it for you. Amen. So what does he want us to do? He wants us to run with him. Amen. You know, if you can, if you can just imagine, if uh, this is a road, this is another road, this is another road. You know, 
So I got to decide which one of these roads I'm going to take. Am I going to run down this road? Or am I going to run down this road? Or am I, I going to run down this road? What, what road am I going to take? Amen. And we're all on a road. <laughs> the question is, which one have we merged into? We all have merged into some traffic. Somebody's running down different roads, different roads of life. But the question is, which one have you merged into? Amen. And have you darted out? Sometimes we're in, but then we're out. In, out, in, out, in, out. Can we stay in the flow of the road less traveled? The word of God says, broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there be that go therein and go down that road. But narrow is the way that leads to eternal life. And few there be that find it. So like the poet said, I take the road less traveled. Amen. And the Christian walk is merging into the Christian traffic with the other saints of God. You know, that's why it's ludicrous to think about being in the faith all by yourself. Folk, folk try to claim an independent spirituality. You know, no, no, you need to run with some folk. Amen. We don't do this by ourselves. We do it to reach a goal, to build on what God has built and to pass the baton. If I'm not engaged with people, how can I give my faith away? If my faith is a selfish, self-centered faith, it's not a real faith. It's a counterfeit faith. Amen? I got to be able to pass the baton. This is a relay race. So I'm passing my faith on. I am learning from others. I am being stimulated by and motivated by other people as well. I'm being inspired by others who are in this faith. So I run, we run in packs. Amen, somebody. We run because God has fashioned us to run. And you're going to need some help along this run. You're going to fall. You're going to get injured. Amen. You're going to step in uh, across something. Or you're going you're gonna to run into hurdles and obstacles along this journey. And you're going to need to step up. Amen. You're going to need a help up. Amen. And that's what we do for each other. We build each other up. We encourage one another. We lift one another up. We're not in the business of condemnation. We don't see somebody fall down on the road and say, well, that's you. You know, we don't shoot our wounded. We stop and help one another up. Amen. We, we, we bring them to victory with us. Praise God. So we need to merge into the proper traffic flow, the flow of the faith, and run against the grain of the world. Amen. And stop listening to those self-consoling voices complaining to you. Stop listening to that comfortable status quo sitting in your lazy chair, being lethargic and lazy about the things of God. God wants you to get energetic and excited about him. He wants you to have passion and faith and energy about and enthusiasm what you, about what we do in him. He doesn't want us to start and quit. He wants us to stay on the road and jog until the end. Amen. Some of us want to lay back and coast when we got a lot more capacity. Amen, somebody. You know, one of the things that one has to do if one wants to get in on this journey, in, in this, in, on this road, is you got to be dissatisfied with where you are. Amen. Bill Hybels, he's on my mind today. He, he wrote a book called Holy Discontent. Amen. 
And what he was saying is that you ought to be discontent with where you are. That's the only thing that's going to push you to strive to get better, to do better, to be better. Amen, somebody. I got to have a desire to change. And this change that God is facilitating is simply God's viewpoint discovered, experienced, and lived out. Amen. God's viewpoint. The world has a viewpoint. The pundits and the prognosticators have a viewpoint. The news magazine shows have viewpoints. All the people, you know, uh, the anchor people, they have viewpoints. And, you know, the different bloggers have viewpoints. But God says, I want you to capture and embrace my viewpoint, my worldview. Amen, somebody. I don't want you to be ignorant either. I don't want you to be biblically illiterate. I want you to be literate in the things of God. And the more you get into it, the stronger you'll become. The more stamina you'll build up. And the easier it will become and the more enjoyable it will become. Amen? If I play, try to play basketball and I'm out of shape, yeah, that ain't no fun. Your heart about to bu bust out of your chest. Ain't no fun. You know, so you got to get in shape. See, when you get in spiritual shape, you can enjoy the Christian journey. Amen? You can enjoy this sport. See, you know, we forget that to jog, to run, is a sport. It's built, it's a game. It's how we play. Amen, somebody? So God is saying, get invested in the game of life. Amen? And enjoy your life. Amen? Get in Christian shape, run this race, and enjoy the scenery. Enjoy your ability. Enjoy what I gave you, praise God. So we got we to gotta get in spiritual shape. Amen? Worship gets you in shape. I'm not talking about just worship here on Sunday morning. Amen? You know, can you worship when there's no music? Can you worship when there's no singing? Can, can you worship? You know, in your quiet times, have, can you create a worship environment? Have you sought to create a worship environment? Amen? Have you sought to, 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 to you know, download the soundtrack tracks for worship so that you can worship in your home, you can worship in your car, amen? You can worship in rush hour. You won't be so fussy and so upset and so irritated, 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 agitated. Amen, somebody. Come on, words. Come on now. Rebuke you, Jesus. So, 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 so I, I, if, if I create an environment where I can come into the presence of God, amen, somebody, it's a different day. It's a different time. It's a different focus. I can truly have peace of mind and joy of spirit. So I got to run against my sin nature. I got to run against my urges, my appetites, amen, power, pleasure. I got to run against that and run toward my God. Amen. I got to run against complacency. I got to run against inactivity. I got to run against anything that jeopardizes my, my faith walk and my journey. Amen, somebody. This is what Paul said in verse 18. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, he's upset about this, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. He said their end is destruction. Their God is their belly, that God is their appetite. 
and they glory in their shame. They're proud of what they ought to be shame of. Amen? You know, Paul, in one instance in Scripture, he says, after you go against the faith for so long, he said, God gives you up to a reprobate mind. Amen? A reprobate mind is when you think that which is right is wrong, and that which is wrong is right. Amen? So you got, you all twisted up. Your, your mental state is shattered, and you accept, you accept the moral compass of the world as opposed to the compass of our God. So he says, they, and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. Then he goes on to say, but our citizenship, our citizenship is in heaven. Amen. In other words, our viewpoint, our vantage point is different. Our rules and regulations, policies and procedures that we adhere to, they're different from the world. Amen. I, we, we got a different way of living. We got a different way of moving. We got a different set of priorities. We got a different, different marching orders than the rest of the world. We, we have a journey to live on behalf of our God. Amen, somebody. You know, I remember one time I was getting out of shape, and uh, I was preaching. And uh, I was kind of, you know, I was making a number of statements in a row. And I ran out of breath. I'm like, Lord, have mercy. I ain't never felt this before in my life. I'm talking. Can't talk no more. It wasn't, it wasn't in enough shape to preach. Amen, somebody. I said, we got to reverse this curse. In the name of Jesus. We got to get in spiritual shape so that we can run the race that God has placed before us so that we can run strong and long and hard to the glory of Almighty God. Amen? So that we can receive forgiveness so that our past can be made over. Our past can be redeemed to the glory of Almighty God. You know, some of us we're, we're just shackled to regrets. You know, we're just, just living in the past. Amen, somebody? That's why Paul says you gotta press toward the goal of the pride. So you got to forget what lies behind, straining forward to what lies ahead. Amen. Somebody said, well, I'm, am I supposed to just forget the past? No. You know, but, but I'm supposed to allow the past. I can't change the past, but you can change the meaning of the past. You can rewrite and redefine what the past means because of the power of Almighty God. I can't live in the past. I can press forward. My present and my future informs my past. So I've been redeemed. My past, now it makes sense. Amen? My present is secure and my future is prosperous, glorious because of the power of Almighty God. Amen? That's what God gives us. He gives us a blessed, the song said, songwriter said, a blessed assurance. I'm assured of the power of Almighty God. I can't be running backwards. If I run backwards, what's going to happen? Amen, somebody. I'm going to slip, I'm going to trip, I'm going to flip, or I'm going to clip. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to slip, I'm going to trip. Amen. I'm going to clip somebody. So I'm running backwards. I'm, I'm, now I'm in somebody else's way. Amen. I don't want to be a hindrance to anybody. Amen, somebody. So now I'm running backwards. 
God wants us to be determined to run forward. Amen. To do what he's declared for us to accomplish in his midst. Amen. But it's going to take some energy, some effort, some spirituality, and some spirit to get there. When I go to LA Fitness, that's my primary workout spot. I'll go there and you talking about some grunting up in there? People are, oh. They be picking away, oh. You know, moaning, groaning, grunts. You know, because what? They're working hard. Amen, somebody. They say, and they'll tell you in a minute, no pain, no gain. I, I got, I, I'm going to let out this, this visceral kind of grunt. Amen. To just get that last set. Amen, somebody. You know, are we doing any moaning, any groaning, any grunting for God? Amen. You know, did somebody grunt this morning in worship? You know, just, just say, yeah, thank you, Jesus. Hmm? Did somebody just let out a shout for God? You know, when Serena hitting that ball, she just killing it, right? She might let out a visceral grunt. It's ferocious, right? Let it out. Mm. Next thing you know, that ball was just flowing down the line. Bam. Right on course. But she's putting her spirit and her enthusiasm, her energy into the moment. Did you bring that to the moment of worship? Do you bring that to the moments of your private time before God where he can hear you and he can feel you? You know, you're talking to somebody you care about. And you're engaged and you're listening and you're hearing and they're, they're, they're emotional about something, you know, you might say, I feel you. You know? Can God look into your face and say, you know something? I feel you. I, I really do feel you. You know, you're not just empty and, you know, you know, dispassionate, but you're passionate, you're enthusiastic, you're energetic. You're spiritually engaged, you're alert, you're awake, you're alive. You know, you're thoughtful. You know, you thought about how you could be the best that you could be. Amen. You know, did you come to worship today to observe or to participate? You know, did you come to critique? Number one, we don't get a chance. We don't critique worship to God. It's God. It's the worship is to God. These folk weren't singing to you today. They're singing to God. Some of us act like they're singing a ballad to me. Yeah, the music was good today. <laughs> you can say that, amen, but God is ultimately the one who is assessing it. We should be worshiping before him as worshiping as, before, as an audience of one, me and God. A vertical thing going on, me and God. Not anybody else, not engaged with everything else that's going on around me, me and God. How does God know? How does God read my body language? How does God read my joyful noise? How does God read my praise? How does God read my sacrifice? How does God read my love? How does God read my life? Because every, ultimately, everybody is going to have to run their own race. And God, through Jesus Christ, is in the midst of spiritual body shaping. Amen, somebody. Some of us, we work on mastering our bodies. We need to work on mastering our relationship with God. Some of us have mastered video games. Amen, somebody. 
you know, I play solitaire, you know, on my, on my phone. <clears throat> and, you know, you play against people all over the world. And this is a true story. Now. For like 30 minutes, I was ranked number one in the world. <laughs> Playing solitaire. Then my time was so fast, everything engaged, just said right there, bam, I'm number one in the world. Solitaire. On the phone. I'm just saying, that's my video game. You're great at video games. Your hand-eye coordination, your dexterity is impressive. Amen, somebody. You invest a great deal of time, energy, and effort being proficient. You go get the latest version of the NBA. Can I get a witness? I'm looking at somebody I know going to just went and got one. He posted it on Facebook. <laughs> Amen, somebody. So, and you know, and then, you know, I, I, I applaud you. Some of you have, you know, undergrad degrees, graduate degrees, master's degrees, doctorate degrees. Amen. And you worked long and hard. You studied. You, you manifested academic human efficiency in what you do academically. And you put the time, the energy, and the effort in becoming better and achieving, you know, this diploma and accessing more opportunity as a result, we pray. Amen. And I'm proud of you. But who's going to start getting a master's in Jesus? Amen. We, we need some more folk concerned about getting a doctorate, a PhD. Amen. In their relationship with Christ. In their knowledge of the things of God. In their passion for the things of God. Who else is going to run this race strong? You know, deliberate, on purpose, praise God. Not, you know, not being disqualified in any way, but running to receive the crown. Amen. There's a judge at the end. There's a judge at the end. You know, when we think about the judge, we think about the judge that's condemning and penalizing. This is not the kind of judge that's talked about in Scripture. The judge in Scripture is the award giver. In this power, the judge in Scripture is the award giver. He's the one who's giving the prize, giving out the reefs and the medals and the trophies. Amen, somebody. At the end of your journey, God says, I'm going to be judge. And I'm trying to lay on you a crown after you've run, after you've participated in the race, after you've jogged, after you've sprinted, after you have committed yourself, devoted yourself to this one thing. Amen. The question is, are we willing to devote ourselves to one thing at a time, getting stronger spiritually? Amen? You know, some folks say, well, don't do a radical diet. Just decide to take certain things out of your diet, you know, and gradually see some difference. Because, you, you know, you, you, you do, took, for instance, you took sweets out. You know, you took desserts out. You took cakes and pies out. All that kind of stuff. They miss them. So you took that out of the equation. Next thing you know, you see, you see a little wiggle room. They miss somebody. Or you took out soft, soft drinks. Just one thing. You know, I'm not going to drink soft drinks. I'm not going to drink Coca-Cola or Pepsi or Mountain Dew. God forbid. Which happens to be my favorite and the worst for you. You know, and I'm going to do this one thing. Amen. 
What are the one things that you're deciding to do to honor God, to demonstrate your love, amen, to commit to a lifelong journey? What's the one thing? If you were to say, you know, I got one thing I can give to somebody else. What's that baton that you can pass to somebody else that, 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 that represents your faith journey being passed on to somebody else? What aspect of the faith that you embrace? Amen? Was it worship? Was it evangelism? Was it outreach? Was it children's ministry? Was it youth ministry? Amen? What, what, what was it? Did I care for the babies? Did I want to reach souls? Did I protect, perfect my testimony? Did I share my faith? Did, did I talk about God's healing, God's power, God's anointing? Praise God. Can I share that the fruit of the Spirit is alive in me, that God has began to transform my character? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen, somebody. Has he begun to renew my mind and my thoughts and my, and my engagements? Praise God. Has he, has he entered in and began to transform you so that you can pass the baton, participate in the relay race and give it to somebody else. Faith is about giving yourself away. You don't just got you to get you. Amen, somebody. You have you because you are designed and built to give yourself away. Amen. Amen. Because listen, you better try to learn how to give yourself away because you definitely fade and fail. The word of God says we're like the grass that withers and fades. And some of us can look back on many years of our life, maybe even decades, and you can't even say, you know something, I gave this away. This thing that has spiritual value, this thing that's priceless in the sight of Almighty God, I gave it to somebody else. Amen, somebody. God is calling us to be givers, not simply takers. He's calling us to invest, plant seeds, not just reap a harvest, but to develop a harvest on behalf of the kingdom of God. God is calling you and I to get in the game. God is calling you and I to run the race that is set before us. God is calling you and I to embrace the race that he's given us to run, and to run it strong and hard to the glory of Almighty God. And, and, and you can run at your pace. Amen. Ain't nobody trying to get you to you know, because the bottom line is Jesus got to win the battle for me anyway. Amen, somebody. He's the one who crossed the line on my behalf. But I got to get in the game. I got to get in the race. I got to select the right path, the right journey, the right road, the right route that says I'm on his side. I want you to stand all over the house. Amen. And I want to ask you, are you running for him? Ask somebody near you, are you running for him? Amen, somebody. Somebody say, no, I'm running from him. God says you don't have to run. You don't have to hide. You don't have to duck. You don't have to dodge. You can come to me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I'm here to give you rest for your souls. I'm here to build you up. I'm here to strengthen you. I'm here to bless you. I'm here to provide for you. I'm here to engage you in a new walk and a new life. Amen. I'm here to redefine you, to make you over in my image. So I want to ask somebody today to 
to accept the challenge, to receive the upward call of God. Did you hear me? You know, in this text it says it's an upward call. To receive the upward call of God. It's a call to the platform. It's a call to elevation. Amen. It's an upward call. A call to a higher place. A call to a real substantive experience where he's with you and he's for you. Isn't that something? Where he's with you and he's for you. Amen. No, no ifs and buts about it. No doubts, no fears, no insecurities, no cynicism, negativism about him being on your side. Isn't that something? You can move mountains when he's on your side. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. You can move mountains when he's on your side. He said, he said, say to this mountain, move. That's the power of faith. Say to this mountain, move. Say to this obstacle, move. Say to this hurdle, move. Say to this, this snare, this, this pothole, I can, I can overcome you. I can traverse you. I can, I can hurdle over you through the power of all
I'm not alone. I'm not alone. 